My name is John. I'm a student, aspiring composer and animator. And I'm Jovia, John's mom, and you're listening to Conversations. The weekly podcast where we discuss a range of topics to gain meaning and understanding from our individual perspective. Welcome and thanks for listening. Our conversation today will begin in just one moment, but first, a brief message from our sponsor. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are. We're glad you're here. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Conversations. My name is Jovia, here with John. John, how was your week? It was okay. Tell me about it. I had to take my chemistry test and my geometry test. Ooh. Tell me about tell me more. Um, it was over stuff that we learned over the past uh two weeks. Okay, you know, I've n I was I I'm not good at math or anything like that, but tell me what you've been learning so far in geometry. Just trigonometry and that's it. Tell me about trigonometry. It's like when we use uh, one of the three main trigonometry ratios, like sine, cosine, or tangent, to find uh, angle measurements of a right triangle or the side lengths, or like a side length of a right triangle. And that's basically it. So did you get your results from the test? No. And how do you feel you did? Was it, did you crash it? I think I did all right. Just all right? Yeah. What about chemistry? Um, it was on density, uh, states of matter, and classification of matter. Tell me more, because, you know, that's not my strongest suit. Um, so, states of matter, like liquid, solids, and gases and stuff. And then classification of matter, like compounds, mixtures, and stuff. So when you said that you think you did all right, what does all right mean? Like, like be more specific. Like I got a decent grade, like that I like passed at the very least. Okay. Well, my week was good. I had a couple issues with my system. So it kind of disrupted my work. My computer was acting up and so forth. So a lot of running around on the phone with tech support and so forth. But other than that, it was a solid week, I would say. You know, I was consistent with my with my workouts, two a day. That was my challenge because I used to just do one one a day. But they say move more, so I'm I'm happy that. I got back into that rhythm that I had years ago where I could just go get up 6 a.m., get it in, get it in again at 5 p.m. to a day. So I'm happy about that. So we're going to watch a replay of the Apple event because you wanted to talk about that. And we're just going to we'll watch through and pause and discuss um, as we listen and learn course we've kind of heard about what they uh, announced and so forth but let's just 
I didn't get to watch it live the whole way through, just a little little snippets here and there. So it's the first time we're watching it. Uh, but what what are your thoughts before we start watching about or what you've heard so far about the Apple event? Uh, I think they're probably going to like announce like their new products. They're going to or they announced. I mean, past. Oh, that they announced uh, new pro new products and like their new op their new update for their uh, operating software and like. Maybe other things that they, maybe new things that they wanted to announce. Let's see what they say. Start. So they start with some music and all these drawn shots all over California, I imagine. I don't know who this artist is, but. I mean, Apple is the king or queen of clean. <laughs> they want all their stuff, not just the products, but even their live, you know, recorded events or whatever. The picture has to be crystal clear. Everything has to be immaculate. So let's listen. if they would have done this if the event was live like have a music um act at the beginning you think they would have uh i guess so yeah live like they've, i don't think they've ever done this before where they have anyway here comes tim that is look just look at that No, let's talk about how he walked in. Did you see the transition from... Yeah, when he walked on the stage. Yeah, I saw it. What did you think of it? Uh, I thought... It kind of confused me at first because I thought he was actually outside, but he was just walking on the stage. And that's that's the brilliant uh, brilliance of uh, uh, Apple in there. What energy in that opening. It represents the way we feel about California. California has always been a place for people with big ambitions and big dreams. A place where people are fueled with optimism to make things better, to make things that can change the world. It is such an important part of who we are at Apple and inspires us in everything we create and do. We're proud to call California our home. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's get started with Apple TV+. Apple TV Plus is a home to the world's most creative storytellers and continues to expand with award-winning programming. I don't know. I haven't watched anything. Well, I started to watch, um, what is it called, The Newsroom or something on Apple TV. I don't know why I haven't been keen on finding out, ooh, let's find out what's on Apple TV Plus. It just doesn't come to me. You know, I it's just I'm just used to Netflix, uh, Amazon, 
Hulu. I just don't think, even when we had like a free, they had, you know, if you bought a new iPhone or whatever, you get a free subscription to Apple Plus. An entire year. And I only watched like 20 minutes of an episode of some show. But let's see what they have coming up. Five hundred nominations. Okay. Thirty-five Emmy nominations. I'll look it up. Look up the shows and see what they're all about. Including twenty for Ted Lasso, a record for the first season of a comedy series. And we're just getting started. Let's take a quick look at a few shows that are premiering this fall. Things will happen to I mean, I don't know. I'll I'll give it a chance. I just I, I you know I trust Apple when it comes to quality, but Netflix and Prime and Hulu are kind of embedded in our brains as the uh, streaming services. You know, I just don't know why I haven't paid attention to Apple TV Plus. I'm just going to fast forward through all this. I don't want to. Okay. The Morning Show. That's the one I was talking about. The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. I watched maybe 20 minutes of one episode. And I never. I wonder why I never. Anyway, let's keep watching. Here comes the iPad. There's no other device like iPad. And today, it's more popular and more essential than ever. And the reason it's so popular is its amazing versatility. It can transform into whatever you need it to be. With advanced displays, users can literally touch their content unlike any other device. He said they can touch their content. With powerful and efficient Apple design chips, iPad delivers breathtaking performance all day long. And with fast connectivity, advanced cameras, and accessories like the Magic Keyboard and Apple Pencil, iPad becomes even more versatile, extending what users can do on iPad and where they can do it. So remember when we talked about your drawing and I thought you could do it on the iPad, but you said it has to be a drawing tablet? Yeah. Tell me more about that. Why can't we do, why can't you do your drawing on an iPad with the Apple Pencil? Because it, it's a lot easier to just use a tablet instead of buying a whole expensive tablet when you can just get one little drawing tablet and just draw on that. The thing with, is with a drawing tablet, that's all it does, right? Yeah. But with an iPad, I why mean... Why would you spend like hundreds of dollars just to be able to draw with it? When you can just get a drawing like tablet, not like an iPad, but a drawing tablet and just draw on that. Because then it won't feel like like it was a big waste of money because it's meant for one specific thing. 
And that's my argument. So the drawing tablets, some I've looked at some of them. They're like 500, 600, 800, yeah, even more. Yeah, that's why you can start out with the cheaper one first. You don't have to go all out and buy the most expensive one. Just buy a beginner tablet and then when you save and then when I can save up money and I can buy it, then I'll buy it. But I'm not saying I need an expensive one, just no, a small one. To there start are, I'm not talking about whether or not you should get an expensive one. I'm, we're, we're just speaking generally, not just about you specifically. When I think about a tablet that can do a lot, I can do most of everything. I think about the iPad. So when you say the drawing tablet, you mean, okay, the work that you can get from a drawing tablet cannot be created on an iPad, like if you have the right software or whatever? Yeah, it's a lot easier. And plus you have, and plus more, more times than not, like you have a little more space to work with. And most people, when they do work, like no one does animation on an iPad. Like animators that work in studios, they don't use iPads. They use like tablets, and they have them plugged up to computers. That's how they, that's how they create the three D models. That's how they create the environments. That's how they do the animations. Because I've seen plenty of professional animators. Like some have tablets that don't even have screens. It's just like a flat surface and they draw on. So you you don't recommend iPad for drawing. Like if you want to do animation or three D stuff. Yeah, you like it's way better to use like a computer. A computer. Like you have it plugged up to a computer, uh, to a computer, and you use it. You have the ta the drawing tablet plugged to the computer. Yeah, and then you use, and then you go to like the software, and you get software that's like meant for drawing, and then like you can use it on the thing. Let's hear, because Tim over here is saying the iPad is so versatile, you can make it whatever you want to be. Yeah, but there's no point in getting a whole iPad just to use it for one thing. That's like getting a, that's like getting a PS5, but only using it to watch movies. No, but what I'm saying, you, you can use the iPad for drawing and other things. Yeah, you know? but it's not powerful enough to handle like the 3D modeling and stuff. It's only for like simple stuff. It can it can't handle Blender. It can't handle like three D models and like so much stuff on it. Like there's only so much it can handle. And most people that use iPads, they only use it for like little simple drawings, or just like single frames. They don't like animate with it really. Okay. Even when they have the right software or app installed on the iPad, you gotta. So anyway, I'm thinking. The tablet for drawing, you, you're making an art, a point that I'm trying to also make for that, you know, tablet. You you only use it for one thing, but it costs like, you know, a lot. And yes, you said you can start off with a small one, but what's the point of buying a cheap one only to have to again buy an expensive one? It's better to just get a quality one to begin with that is going to run for a long time uh, versus buying a cheap one and then you eventually have to upgrade and therefore spend more money altogether. So what else, what more can you do with a tablet rather than just drawing? Like the drawing tablet? Mm -hmm. Well, it's meant for drawing. So and that's like, all you can do with it. Yeah. Okay. And it's better to just buy it for that. Like that can only, 
so that you know that it's only for drawing. It's not like you're just buying an expensive thing, but you're only using it for one thing. But that's what you're doing with a tablet. Yeah. No, I'm saying like... Whereas with an iPad... No, I mean like buying a thing that can do many things, but you're only using it for one thing. No, but you can use it for drawing and other things. Like, what? let's say... Yeah, but we're talking specifically about drawing. If it was more of a general thing, then yeah, fine. But we're talking specifically about drawing. And with drawing, the iPad can't really do much outside of just drawing like single... Like basic stuff. Like pictures. Like what I draw... Like that's bas- that's basically as far as you can go with an iPad. You can't animate. You can't do three D models. That's why people use computers because they're they're better at ha- better at handling it. And I don't even think that there are applications capable of like doing the stuff that you can normally do on a computer. Okay, let's keep listening. If, if it was if if you wanted an iPad for general stuff like using it to draw and other stuff, then yeah, that would make more yeah, sense. That's what I'm yeah, but I'm not saying, but I'm just saying specifically for drawing. I'm not saying general stuff. Okay. So there aren't any animators out there that use the iPad to draw no, their stuff? They, they have like a computer, like at their desk, and then they have a little tablet, and then they draw with it. And then they have, so they draw in their right hand, and they have the drawing glove, and then in the right, and then in their left hand, they're, they have their keyboard by them to do like little shortcuts or sometimes there are shortcuts on like the tablet itself. Gotcha. All right, let's hear what what um Apple has to say about their newest iPad. At the heart of it all is iPad OS, delivering powerful features while maintaining the simplicity of a touch first experience. What makes iPad even more versatile are the over 1 million apps designed specifically for its large canvas. The iPad business has never been stronger. We've grown by over 40% this past year. We have a great lineup today with industry-leading customer satisfaction, and it's about to get even stronger. It starts with our most popular iPad, which delivers the full iPad experience at an incredibly affordable price. And today, it gets even better. This is the new iPad. And to tell you all about it, here's Melody. Okay, let's listen in. I'm just What are you getting? We're midway recording. It's gonna interrupt. Just wait. Let's first finish this. This new iPad is packed. So let's jump in. Under the hood is a more powerful chip, A13 Bionic, and it pushes even further than the speedy A12 from last year's iPad. With 20% faster performance in every aspect of the CPU and GPU to the neural engine. A13 is leaps ahead of the competition. In fact, it beats this iPad up to three times faster than the best-selling Chromebook and up to six times faster than the best-selling Android phone. And it means users will see even more responsive performance for all the things they love to do on iPads. From everyday uses like messaging and browsing the web to playing immersive high-quality games. 
and as users explore more advanced apps, like Adobe Fresco, it's Yeah, but they're only drawing single pictures. They're not animating with it. That's my point. Okay, get close. It's only if you want to draw little pictures here and there, not like drawing like big projects. Because you, I've never seen someone animate with 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 an iPad. I mean, not animate, but just draw. Yeah, I'm saying. And then transfer to a software to animate what you just drew. Yeah, but you can't animate directly on an iPad because there's only so much you can do with it. I'm not talking about animating on the iPad, but drawing your ca- your characters. Yeah, on- but I'd rather just get a drawing tablet if I want to draw. If I just want to draw, then I'll just get a drawing tablet. But if I want to draw and do other things, then I'll get a tablet. Then I- then I'll get a tablet. Huh? What? No, like if I wanted to draw and do other things, I'll get an iPad. But if I wanted to just draw, it would be better just to get a tablet. Okay, draw and do other things, you get an iPad. What kind of drawing are you... Just, like, simple things like that. Because oh. every single time I see someone drawing on a tablet, they're only drawing, like, still stuff like that. And, and when you uh, say tablet, because that's why you have to be specific and say drawing tablet every time you say it, not just oh, tablet. Because all that stuff that you can do on an iPad, you can already do that on a computer. Yeah, you, it's not like that's exclusive to iPads. You can do all of that on a computer. And then you can connect your iPad to the monitor and see what, you can do that. No. You can't? No. So the difference is that the drawing tablet allows you to connect to the monitor so you can see what you're drawing. And the iPad doesn't have that functionality. Like, no. So you, you can, yeah, you connect it to the computer the the reason because like the iMac is different because the all the stuff in the computer is already in the monitor because they simplified it but on a normal computer you know you have like the cpu and the monitor so you plug it into the cpu right and then like for the tablets that have a screen it displays what what's on the monitor also on the tablet it doesn't move direct all to the tablet it just displays on both but since it displays on what like what you see on the monitor on the on the drawing tablet, you can draw like on the on the drawing tablet with with the stylus because most of them they come with a stylus. So when you get a, t- a drawing tablet, is it better to get one with a screen, or would you prefer to connect it to the iMac so you can see what you're drawing? Or no, I mean one with the screen, like a drawing tablet that has a screen. So you don't even need to use a mon- like a computer for them, just to have a bigger, like a larger view for what you're drawing? So let's say we got a tablet right now without a screen. Would you be able to connect it to the iMac? Yes. It's just, I would be, I, it just wouldn't have a screen. That's the only difference. But it would so still have... just sh- use, uh, like connect with USB? Yeah. To the iMac? Yeah. And download some software or something? Yeah, I already, I already downloaded one. I've been researching about it. What is it called? Krita. Krita? What is it? It's like software like for uh, digital art and animation. So once you get an iPad, not iPad the drawing tablet you will then 
download that software to that tablet or you just you download it to the computer the the tablet is just like for drawing yeah well it's it's (laughs) it's not like it's not like an ipad where it has its own operating system it's literally just like a screen right it's like a screen basically okay so whatever you draw you can then use the software on the computer to you know animate or add color or whatever yeah the software is where like all the stuff goes on the tablet just lets you draw but like you need a program to draw on that's why you saw photoshop because most people they use like that like the professionals they use photoshop like to draw like to draw and make uh, digital art and stuff gotcha and what is that program called again the one i was talking about krita spell it k-r-i-t-a I found it a few weeks ago. Is that one of the best around? It's a free one that you can start out with. But there are people who are good at art already that use it. But it's a it's a good place to like start. Gotcha. Let's hear what more Apple has to say about iPads. And the more powerful neural engine of even faster. The upgraded image signal processor in A13 also means the rear camera captures great photos with improved autofocus in low light and better selfies from the front camera as well. Now the front camera on iPad is essential for things like remote learning and connecting with family. And that's why we're so thrilled to give it a big upgrade. It's now a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera that produces- 12? megapixel ultra wide 122 degree field of view hmm nice huge leap in image quality and enables a super popular feature from ipad pro and that's center stage oh so they're putting center stage on oh oh that's pretty cool because that was just available on the ipad pro and now they're putting on the Regular iPad. Hmm. Well, by the ultra-wide front camera and the neural engine, center stage makes video calls more engaging by automatically detecting people and dynamically adjusting the frame as they move around or as more people join in. It works in landscape orientation and portrait, so users can enjoy That's pretty cool. all the ways they use iPad. Not only does center stage work in FaceTime, it makes video calls more natural in other popular apps like Zoom, BlueJeans, and WebEx. And it's not just for video conferencing. Users can record, stream, and post center stage video in apps like Double Take, Explain Everything, and TikTok. It makes you more productive on iPad, and it's simply more fun. That is Explain Everything. I've never heard of that. iPad that users love is True Tone. It adjusts the display to the color temperature of a room to provide a more comfortable viewing experience. And by retaining the same popular design, Here comes the accessories. <laughs> More money. the thin and light smart keyboard and third-party keyboards like Logitech's latest rugged combo with trackpad for schools. And of course, this iPad supports the first-generation Apple Pencil, where iPad OS makes the experience of using Apple Pencil as right. Easy so you see that motion? That's what I. That's what I thought when you talked about drawing in my mind, because I, I I wasn't very. Um, 
familiar or about, you know, actual drawing for animation and so forth. So I thought it was just as you could actually draw on your iPad and maybe save those images and email them to yourself and then use a software like that one you mentioned. So when you the drawing tablet just I mean it's just designed to draw cuz you mentioned that it doesn't have an operating system yeah, it's just for drawing right yeah what what makes the you know work you do on a drawing tablet I mean why can't an iPad do that since the drawing tablet doesn't have an operating system. It's just a drawing tablet, which means if I draw something on that tablet, I need to transport it to the software where then I can make it. No, that's not how it works. Okay, explain. Educate like, me. Here. On the computer, you're on the software already. No, we're talking about iPad and drawing tablet, right? So we know the iPad has an operating system. But why would you go through all that trouble to transfer it when you can just do it on the computer the first time? What do you mean on the computer? You mean like uh, with a, via USB from the tablet? Yeah, just using the tablet to draw on the program on the computer the first time rather than going through trouble drawing it on the iPad and then having to transfer it, send it over to the computer and then go to the computer and work on it there. And so what difference in quality is there between drawing tablet and drawing on the iPad? Because ultimately everything is done in software, right? So if you can draw and whatever you draw is going to be completed in that software anyway, right? So is the quality of the drawing on the drawing tablet better than the iPad? Just... Let's forget, let's forget about the software or transporting to computer and whatnot. But just the, the picture. Do you think you would, your picture would turn out better uh, drawn on a drawing tablet or... Yeah. How so? Because uh, I feel like it's more comfortable instead of having to be hunched over the screen all the time, having to draw. Because some people, when they when they draw on a tablet, because some of them, like, some people draw on drawing tablets without screens, and they, like, they, because they're looking at the screen. Because so, since, like, the drawing tablets don't have screens, they're looking at their monitors, and then they draw. No, I'm like, talking about uh, the quality of the picture. What makes a drawing tablet picture better than one drawn on an iPad? Because I feel like there's more, like, flexibility with it. What flexibility? Uh, Make uh, me, like, you're selling me an idea of a drawing tablet. And I want to understand what it can do in terms of drawing only, just drawing specifically, that it can do better than an iPad. Um, it's better. How? Uh because there's more you can do with it. And plus it has shortcuts, which the iPad doesn't have. Okay, let's... let's there are short... Like, you know the little buttons on it? Mm -hmm. You can program... You can set those to do shortcuts, which the iPad can't do. Mm. Okay, let me do the search. Drawing tablet versus iPad. Ooh, it came right up. First result. 
All right, should you get an iPad or drawing tablet? And this is recent, June 3rd, 2021. All right. See, digital drawing, architecture, and graphic design have become incredibly uh, convenient with wireless in graphic. In recent years. Uh, recent years with wireless graphic tablets and advances in tablet technology. The current state of the iPad specifically has made it so, so many artists are gravitating more and more towards iPads for their daily use. The dilemma has become, should I get an iPad or a drawing tablet? And all, honestly, the answer depends on how you plan on using it. In most cases, it's truly convenient to have both. Not sure if you want, if you need an iPad or a drawing tablet. Let's dive no, in and see. No, that's the question. Oh. Not sure. Not sure if you need an iPad or drawing tablet. Let's dive in and see. Okay. All that's right. what I was just saying. But you read it as a statement instead of a question. Okay. So. No, it says the differences between okay you see what i mean they have shortcuts on the thing all right let's see what does it say mm -hmm. uh so what are exact so what exactly are the differences between an ipad and a drawing tablet what there are similarities they both offer very different pros and cons well obviously ipads are general use tablets that tie into the apple ecosystem allowing you to check emails do online shopping assets apps, and much more this makes it a helpful device with drawing and anything outside of your art projects. However, you must purchase the Apple Pencil separately as it is not included in the purchase of the iPad. Mm -hmm. And most styluses are included with the tablet. Okay, keep going. Drawing tablets, on the other hand, must be connected to a computer to function. Mm -hmm. Whereas the iPad does not need to be connected to Yeah, but there are limitations on the iPad too. Okay. Unless you have a standalone computer tablet. Typically, purchasing a drawing tablet nets you a pen in the purchase, like I said, so you don't need to buy one separately. Depending on the settings of, on your computer, you can use a tablet like a mouse to access other programs and software on your computer. Mm -hmm. And then iPads are some of the best pressure sensitivity of any tablets on the market. Open one of the best drawing apps for iPad and combine that with the awesome awesome apple pencil and you'll be making some awesome art in no time exactly so there are apps on the ipad it's not the ipad uh that makes you draw but they're apps yeah but that's good but i want to do animation too okay. but i can't do animation on the ipad that's okay. what i'm saying but you, you can't do animation on a tablet either because you said you use software like, yeah. we're talking about just drawing, like a, a picture. No, but the drawing tablet isn't like an iPad. It's meant just for... Right, like, but I could... It's, could... it's like a canvas, kind of. So you can't install that software on an iPad? Well, not like animation. Okay. All you can reading. do is draw, like, just uh, images like that. Okay, it said, iPads have some of the best pressure sensitivity of any tablets on the market. Open one of the best drawing apps for iPad and combine that with the awesome Apple Pencil and you will be making awesome art in no time. If you're going to go the touch screen tablet route for drawing, for drawing apps, you need to go iPad. Okay, so if you're going to go the touch screen tablet route for drawing apps, you need to go iPad. In my experience, we're reading an article, by the way. So in my experience, App Apple's iPads have better pressure sensitivity than most Windows or Android tablets. Though I should mention that it is not anything near the pressure sensitive sensitivity levels offered by drawing tablets. <laughs> That's what I was saying. But many people find 
iPad, Apple Pencil sensitivity to be more than enough for their drawing Because they're meant specifically for that. iPads aren't just meant for drawing. They're general use. That's what I'm saying. Okay, read that. There are plenty of drawing apps out there to use too. In fact, Adobe not only makes a version of their software specifically for iPad, such as Photoshop for iPad, Illustrator on iPad, and the free app Adobe Fresco, but the company also tends to prioritize updates for iPad more than any other touchscreen tablet out there, even the Surface Pro. If you have an Adobe subscription on your computer, you'll be able to access your compatible iPad work from your computer version of Photoshop or Illustrator or vice versa. And iPads tend to be more user-friendly than full-blown computer software, but anyone who understands the program well enough can easily create impressive work from start to finish from an iPad. The compact size and mobility of an iPad allows user to work allows users to work on projects wherever they are instead of requiring them to sit a sit a, sit at a computer. If the artistic mood takes you while on a trip, you can whip out that iPad and have at it. As you'd expect, the finer details of how many options you'll have and what brushes you can use are determined by the app you're using. Okay, so who should buy this? Uh, anyone who wants user-friendly yet powerful drawing software that they can take with them wherever they go. If you're already in the Apple ecosystem, this is definitely the way to go. And in the pros. Okay. Mobility, user-friendly drawing apps, Adobe apps specifically made for iPad, better pressure sensitivity than other tablets. Not drawing tablets, other tablets like iPad. Not yeah. drawing tablets. Okay, gotcha. And then what are the cons? Uh, uh, fewer pressure sensitivity levels than a drawing tablet. And uh, fewer software options. Okay. And now it's talking about drawing tablets. Okay, now your favorite. Let's hear what they Graphic have. Graphic tablets come with a stylus or pen with removable tips and have far more pressure sensitivity levels than iPads, allowing artists to have more brushstroke variation as determined by how hard they push the pen to the screen. These drawing tablets come in three forms. Pen pads, simple drawing pads that connect to a computer and are typically less expensive than other options. They're perfect for beginners or established artists looking for an inexpensive options. Nowadays, they tend to be wireless with an internal battery. Pen displays features a screen that you can draw on, but must be connected to a computer to supplement the necessary amount of power. They cost a bit more, but being able to draw directly on your art instead of staring at a computer monitor with your hand on a separate pen pad is really convenient. And then pen computers, standalone machines that feature HD displays and don't need to be connected to other devices to function. This is often what you see high-end professionals working on. See, this is what I'm talking about, something like this to start out with. Okay. So I'll be, if I were to draw one of these, I'll be looking at the screen and be drawing with my right hand. Okay. And then since drawing tablets interact with computers, it gives you access to more intensive drawing software than an app can provide, which is what I was saying. And drawing tablets can also have massive displays, making it easier to work on the finer details of your work. However, it, the trade-off here is that drawing tablets aren't nearly as portable, since they either need to be connected to a computer or can be too bulky for easy mobile use. Wacom is the biggest, na is the biggest name in the drawing tablet world, and as such, products by this company tend to be the very best you can buy, but are also the most expensive. That being said, there are plenty of other brands that don't cost as much while still offering powerful features and conveniences. 
Since these devices connect to computers, they are compatible with far more programs since you're not at the mercy of a simplified drawing app. Many graphics tablets also have customizable shortcut keys near the drawing area that you can program your most access commands to for easy use. Who should buy this? People who have people who need access to more intensive programs to make more controlled progress. If you're someone who works professionally, you'll likely want a full-blown drawing tablet. However, also having an iPad to work when you're away from your desk is also very useful in common practice. Okay, let's go over the pros of the drawing tablets. For far more pressure sensitivity levels than an iPad, compatible with more software, pen displays have huge HD screens, can cost less than an iPad and Apple Pencil, which is what I was saying too. Aren't, and then the cons is that they're not portable and many programs aren't beginner-friendly. But I'm not worried about them being beginner-friendly because I can just figure it out. Okay. It just takes practice. And it says which Apple Pencil that I need if you were to buy, like, an iPad. Oh, okay, let's see. So that's what I'm saying. It's only for simple stuff. It's not meant for, like, serious stuff. And not to mention 3D modelers use drawing tablets, too. Like, remember Blender? I was showing you Blender. Mm-hmm. Like, how they they create 3D models of characters. They use drawing tablets for that. Like, literally, the first tutorial I clicked on, the guy had a full-blown drawing tablet. And a drawing glove and a drawing stylus. Everything. Drawing glove? Yeah. Like, you know, like how they have a glove, but it only covers, like, two fingers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they wear that so it doesn't interfere with... They're drawing. The okay. so, they, so their knuckles don't accidentally touch the screen ah, and mess it up. I see. Okay, so... Because most of them are touch screen. Best drawing tablets to buy. You okay. see what I mean? Huon, XP Pen. But those are the more, more expensive. Ooh, Wacom is $1,200. Yeah, but that's one of their higher end drawing uh-huh. tablets they have cheaper ones that are that you that you can start out with and they're still pretty decent to start out they're still pretty decent like for a beginner oh okay so that's what i'm trying to say so right, share it with our listeners the the name of the article we're reading and the author uh should you get in the title sh- i'm reading it should you get an ipad or a drawing tablet uh by rebecca sphere Okay, Rebecca Spear, and it was published on June 3rd, 2021. Uh, That's what I was saying. Yeah, an iPad, it, it can only do so much. It's only for simple stuff, which is what I was saying. But like all of the main stuff that most people would do, you need a tablet and like a decent computer to for the software to run on. I guess in conclusion, if let's say for somebody money is not a problem i think it makes sense to have both an ipad and a drawing tablet because one of the limited limitations of the drawing tablet is mobility you can't move around with it and it has to be connected to a computer whereas with an ipad you could still you know do some work using other apps like adobe whatever um and then you can save it and then retrieve it from your computer whereas with a drawing tablet you can't just yeah but you were, take t- it with you were you. talking about it as if you could do everything on it and i was saying that you can only do simple stuff on it 
like only small things you can't do like the more well, I, when i say everything i'm not talking about just drawing other things like if you want to do your emails you want to take photos or you you're doing work so it's like a one-stop shop you pay for the ability to do a lot whereas with a drawing tablet but we're talking specifically about drawing we're not talking about general stuff yeah but i'm saying yeah but we're talking about drawing specifically you said drawing specifically so i'm talking about drawing if you said general stuff and you're like ipad i'll be like okay that's fair but we're talking about drawing and in that case yeah ipad uh can do some stuff but it also has a lot of limitations so yeah an ipad would be good for going like if you're on the go, but like to do all of your main work, it wouldn't make sense to do it on an iPad. Just like how I see so many people at school, they have little iPads that they sketch on, but they don't do all of, they don't do like the the really like important part of their work on iPad. They have a drawing tablet at home that they use and then you have it like on a computer and they draw like that. Okay, so let's wrap it up. I guess I got a lot. Um, I learned a lot today with a drawing tablet because when I thought about drawing, I just thought, yeah, it's got to be iPad, but I guess not. Let's finish this little snippet of their Apple event specifically on the iPad. We're not, we're going to, we'll watch the rest later and discuss, but I think the topic mainly ballooned into just iPad. Uh, iPad versus drawing tablets. So let's just finish this segment of their event and see what else they got to say about their wonderful, marvelous, better than most iPad. Every few years they say that. That's the thing with technology, that it just keeps evolving. too bad starting at 64 gigabytes for schools it's even more affordable at just 2.99 it comes in space gray and silver and cellular models are available as well you can order the new ipad today and it will be available next week with the power of a13 bionic a new 12 megapixel ultra wide front camera with center stage true tone yeah that's pretty good that they added uh center stage to this All right, thank you, Tim. We're that our most popular iPad is now so much better. And now let's talk about iPad Mini. There's simply no other device like iPad Mini. It gives you... All right, so final thoughts. I, I guess you're pretty, pretty determined on your views. Um, not determined, but... Um, not determined what's the word adamant 
I guess, adamant. Oh, the fact that for your work and what you're trying to do, a drawing tablet is the way to go. Yeah. If you want to do... If... if if you want to do small stuff or maybe you just want to draw for fun and you don't want to do anything serious, then okay, get an iPad. But if you're serious about it, like I am, then get a tablet, a drawing tablet. And, and you know, uh, maybe like if you have a computer, you can draw, you can draw on, on the computer with some software. It doesn't have to be the most uh, powerful computer like in the world. Uh, but yeah, you could start small and then like work your way up, like save your money. And when you can get like a better one, then get a better one. And then you can run on that for like a long time. Because that's how every, every single animator, that's how they start. They, they, they use like a cheaper one and then they spend years and years building their skills. And then when they have enough money, they buy the new one and then they just use that for like a long time. Well said. I cannot add any more to that. Thanks for the debate. Welcome. Happy drawing and animation. And one day, once you get that tablet, we can, you can show me, you, you know, I can see it at work. I, I think it's the debate just mainly stemmed from like uh, confusion because I'm trying to say one thing, but you don't get what I'm saying. Ooh, excuse me. No, I'm not saying I'm better. I'm just saying that I'm saying something, but you don't understand because maybe I was just confusing you because I was saying drawing tablet, but you kept thinking iPad, iPad. Because remember, we watched the video and the guy was talking about how, you know, it's better to start with the cheaper one, like for animation. That's what I was trying to say. But I guess uh, I just didn't say it like in a way that you could like, I guess I didn't like make it clear enough, I guess. Well, you were clear, all right, about drawing tablets. So now I understand, I understand the difference. I just, you know, thought with the Apple Pencil, I thought you could still kind of yeah, draw. Yeah, Pencil is sold separately, too. I know. I, forget about, we're just talking about, you know, drawing no matter you know the cost or whatever what is required what gives the best drawing the best feel you know because as, as an artist you want to feel that pressure and you know so you feel that the apple not the apple the uh, drawing tablets are the best yeah because remember they said it provides better pressure okay and so and then once you draw, you just animate in that software. Yeah. So I can, one, like, if I were to get a tablet, I would start out just drawing on it, like messing around with it. Because I know how to draw, yeah. like, basic stuff. So I could just start off with what I normally draw. And then from then on, I can, like, uh, uh, continue to practice, like, anatomy and poses. And then once I'm good on that, then I can move to animation and since it's on the computer, I can do it all on the computer with the tablet. So what about all the sketches? Because you have a lot of really good sketches. Yeah, Are you, can you transport them to? I can just redraw them on the programs. What about if you were to, like, scan them? Let's say... You can't scan them. <laughs> okay, you'll have to redraw them. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, okay. Well, you have a lot of sketches, though. Yeah, I, I, I hold on to them so that later on I can come back and then, and I can be like, oh, yeah, I remember drawing that. And then I can, like, make something else out of it. So this entire episode was highlighting how clueless your mom is on drawing tablets? I don't think you're clueless. I think you were just getting them mixed up. Because you were thinking, oh, but you can draw on the iPad. I think, yeah, you just got confused. Because I was saying, like, getting a drawing tablet. Because I, I guess you either thought that I was talking about iPads or that you were like, well, why draw a drawing? T- why get a drawing tablet when you can just do it on an iPad? We'll leave it at that today. Thank you for the lesson in drawing tablets. And once you get your tablet, we'll come back and update our listeners on what you got. And and I will watch you in action on your drawing tablet. We've only, we only got as far as 11 minutes into this Apple event thing. But, um, you know, we'll finish it and come back and give our thoughts on other updates. But I don't think they introduced anything major. From the little snippets I saw online, it's kind of like more of the same, except, oh, I like that they put that center stage thing on the new, you know, because it was just on iPad Pro, but now it's on iPad. Uh, so that's good. And, you know, other than new cameras on that iPhone, I don't know. It's... I, I didn't hear anything major, but I will watch it just to see if anybody missed anything from what they put online. But of course, people are going to buy the new iPhone 13. They're going to buy the Watch 7. And I'm still proudly wearing my <laughs> Apple Watch Series 3. <laughs> oh, is it Series 4? I think Series it's 4. Series three. Is it Series 3? I think it's Series. I don't know. Hold on one second. Don't. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's Series 3. Yeah, because I, is... remember, I remember I was in the, long, the storage room and I remember seeing the long box and it said Series 3. Well, I've had it for a while and it still works fine. I was going to get a 5 when it came out. I was like, hmm. Then the 6 came out. I said, hmm. And now here we on 7. Let's see. I don't know. I, I just, I'm not the one to buy things immediately as soon as they come out. Because there's always something. It's always going to change. It's always going to be updated. Like how much money can you, how much more, how often can you spend money just to get the newest and flashiest. So yeah, my Series 3 works fine. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how that, I, I'm interested in a larger screen. So Let's see what that looks like. And um, maybe next year, I don't know, watch Series 8 maybe, then I might bite. But for now, three for me. All right. I know you're hungry and you're going to get your food. So let's get started on that. And this one got long because of the debate. Uh, Thank you if you're still here with us. We're almost at an hour. Oh, my goodness. Great discussion. So Share your feedback with us and uh, anyone into animation or drawing. I hope you enjoyed that debate. Thank you again. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll speak with you soon. Bye. And that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining John and me in conversation today. We really appreciate it. We're new. 
at this podcast thing so it means a lot that you're listening and if you could do like one tiny favor and share this with one friend that you think might like this episode and if you like what you're hearing or any of other um, episodes please subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and that's um, apple Podcasts, spotify everywhere and thanks to anchor uh, for making this possible and we'll speak with you next week thanks for listening keep smiling be well and be safe Thank you.